Oh, mate, today's episode was brought to you by Yo Kratom, home of the $60 Kilo. If you're into Kratom, Yo Kratom is the only place where you can get a full Kilo for only $60. Yo Kratom has all your favorite Kratom strains, amazing customer service, and you won't find better prices anywhere. That's true. I am a Kratom user, and there is no better deal. It's crazy how much they charge for the little shots. And if you go to your Kratom and get a kilo, you're, you're just set. It's very convenient. Uh, so if you're into Kratom and you're over the age of 21, go to YoKratom.com, the home of the $60 kilo, an official sponsor of the Jason Ellis Show. Thanks, Yo Kratom. Hey, everybody. Jason Ellis talking to you about Onnit today. If you go to Onnit.com slash Ellis, I have a discount code there. Also, it notifies Onnit that... Um, I'm here and uh, I'm helping them and they don't really need that much help. They're in Walmart now. I'm supposed to talk about that from time to time. So yeah, you could go to Walmart or you could just type it in on your phone and then get yourself a discount on all their amazing, uh, supplements and workout gear and workout tools to get you jacked. Thanks on it for sponsoring the show. On it.com slash Ellis. Oh, don't hit back. Patreon.com slash Alice Mate. Tons of free shows. I mean, I'm free. Jason Ellis show, just in case you didn't know. Look, I got a Jason Ellis show t-shirt on. Just in I, case you forget. Yeah. I know where I'm at. Do you? You can, I don't know if they might have sold it. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, anyway, I've got one. Uh, yeah, we're all here and we're all professional comedians except my wife. So what's She's, up, Katie? We still, we still like you. <laughs> <laughs> when are you going? I'm not. You're not going to do it? No. No desire. What about? One minute of stand-up at my first headlining show. I mean, I don't know why you're trying to torture me, but... Yes. <laughs> That's a yes. Yeah. Such a good show. The thought of doing stand-up is torture. Yeah. No, it's very nerve-wracking. Like, Watching you before you did stand-up was very pleasurable for me. Because <laughs> it's usually me. I'm the nervous one, and I'm the one uh, everyone's like, don't, you'll be okay. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And there you were, shitting yourself. It was fun. Did that make you feel better? Fuck yeah, it did. <laughs> nice, happy to be here. Yeah, help. thank you. Yeah, yeah I you actually should. did literally almost shit myself. Right. Yeah, you got like endless poopies. You say. Yeah. That's crazy because yeah. I got no. I get nervous and my stomach rumbles, but there's a certain amount of poo where you run out. He doesn't. No, because we were we were trading nervous stories. Yeah. And I was like, ever since I got booked, and this became like a real thing. Like, oh shit, it's it's not just we're talking about. It. This is happening. This is the date. 
I had been like full on big boy pooping like five times a day. Yeah. And then, you know, while we're waiting in the hallway to go up, I had a poop come on and I didn't go up for an hour and 40 minutes. So yeah. I was holding in a fear poop for all that time. And then yeah. you said you get, you get super, super cold. Yeah. And when the guy came up and he was like, all right, you're going on next. My body temperature raised like 20 degrees. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw me, but I was pouring like buckets of sweat and wiping them with my shirt. Yeah, also, it was funny. Yeah, the dime is not a place somebody wants to take a shit. Oh God, no! Great, yeah. great place to drink. Fine place to enjoy comedy. Is not it? not a place you want to. I'm being generous. Yeah, <laughs> not a place you want to shit. Yeah, I, I thought he did really good. I knew you would, but obviously, I feel like the show. You know, somebody's first time and how you reacted on stage. It, you were amazing, you know. But I also was like, yeah, of course, you've been on stage, you've done comic relief in front of thousands of people. Now you're doing it in front of fifty. Like you're gonna be fine. And he did. He did really well. I got video of all of it. My phone cut out in the middle of filming him, so I got I got to get a new phone. But I I got I, I missed like fifteen seconds. But hopefully, uh, it was a shitty fifteen seconds. You did great. Yeah, you were you I could tell you were nervous, but you didn't act nervous. You did like a you know, he did physical stuff. He was like moving around and and you know, talking to the crowd. Very natural. You know, I, I thought you did excellent. Thank you. The whole time I was like, Yeah, fine. The whole thing's fine. People were laughing that weren't Jason Ellis show listeners. You did good. Um All I could hear were the Jason Ellis show listeners. Well, right right up front. Next to you, yeah. And they were very loud, and I saw this row of older people sitting behind them. Mm -hmm. And I could tell a lot of my poo-poo pee-pee humor wasn't exactly landing with them. Yeah. And I was like, I got to get these motherfuckers. Yeah. I got to get them. And you did. And I got them. Yep. I saw it. There was one guy who had his like arms crossed. He was like, me. And I was they like, do that. I'm getting you, motherfucker. Yeah, and you did. He tried to hold it in, but I saw him. I saw him smile. I yeah. saw him laughing a little I bit. I saw. Yeah, me too. I called him out afterwards. I was like, there were people that were laughing at you that weren't fans of the show. You did well, but um, so I'm filming you, and you go, and then I go right after you, and I kind of forgot what I was even going to do because I was just like, I'm filming you, and I'm just enjoying how nervous you are. <laughs> I didn't really think about what I was going to do, <laughs> and then. Uh, when I did my set, I've, you know, talked to you afterwards. And then the guy that is the host or whatever, he uh he goes, Hey man, um, tell your your boy next time, uh, you know, when the light goes, the light goes, you know, like I hate that stuff. And I just laughed and I was like, haha. And he goes, No, I'm I, seriously, like, you know, it's cool, but just next time in future. And I was like, Yeah, okay, dude. And then I just cause I was thinking of other stuff i just kind of shined it and then i thought about it later and i was like wait what you shut the fuck up like i did not realize that that guy was telling me that you sincerely went past the light and i'm like fuck off like did you run the light i i got the light finish when his I fucking was, bit yeah i, I got just, the light i thought that was i thought that was the thing like when the light goes up you don't just like stop mid-sentence be like oh bye no you don't I thought that was like the signal you know Wrap up the bit you're doing. Yeah. yeah. If you're doing I like did. a ten minute, if you're doing a ten minute set, you get the light around nine or so. Yeah, right. He was yeah. doing a seven minute set, so he got the light at like six, and he probably did like eight. I'm just like, dude, that's not like there was a there was a few people there that went way past the light. Yeah, one guy right? like, ignored it for like he did like double his time. Yeah, I think. 
yeah. where the guy had to like go and sit up front and just like hold it in front of his face. Yeah. He's like, yeah, 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 I see the light, but I'm I'm doing something. Yeah, so I, you did not overstep your boundaries. And then somebody was, some fan was talking to me and the, the other guy, the cigarette smoker guy goes, hey, can you guys move out of the way and stop talking? And I was just like, I'm leaving. Like, you know what? You guys are dicks. Like, I never, that those people always rub me the wrong way now. I don't know why, but those two, there's a new one where I was like, don't tell my friend, like, tell him, you know? Like, why are you telling me? <laughs> and why are, you tell, why are you telling anyone? I feel like everyone's kind of coked out or hung over or something because it just seems, just seemed like an edgy, like you're having a stressful day and you're trying to give me some of it. I'm just like, what? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, so that guy fucking pissed me off. If you're listening or you find it, fuck off, fucking idiot. Give a fuck what you think. Ban me, shithead. So yeah, I got your back, dude. That's fucking stupid. Because you did Thank awesome. You. And you did exactly what you were. It was very professional. You saw the light and you fucking finished your joke. It'd be different. I was like, I watched him do 15 minutes after the fact. You didn't TI anybody. You just did like <laughs> one minute yeah. of your finishing your material when you saw the light. I was like, man, and it's his first time. Like, what are you... Why are you saying this? I still think to myself, maybe he was joking, but I, I really don't it. think so. Yeah. So it was a that was a weird thing, but I got video of all of it. But yeah, I was a yeah, you did really good. Looking forward to doing the headline show. And you you're very professional. You worked you worked on it. You you made an effort. It was great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I did I didn't know what to do with my free hand. I didn't and notice. it's my um, you know, it's my my yeah. bum thumb. Yeah. So I, I, I saw pictures and I'm, <laughs> I'm standing up there like such a dweeb, like oh, awkwardly holding the mic. And I got like my hand on my thigh. And I, I was like, all right, it. I got to I, I kind of felt I was doing it. So I tried to be a little bit more am- animated and yep. get a little Italian with my jokes. Yep. Well, I think you did great. I think it made it look like you were more confident when you were doing a bunch of stuff. Look like you were in your element. I was I was so nervous and terrified that i i truly believe i was on the verge of blacking out up there. yeah but that's <laughs> that's because you care you know and that's why you did well yeah that's the unfortunate you got to get real nervous because you want to do real good you do the best you have you could in seven minutes and you did so that's true yeah just, if you don't get nervous about it you're either like the golden child or it's probably not for you because you do see some people in like a dime type situation where they're like oh my turn okay yeah you know? it's like they don't seem super stressed about it they tend to really suck there's people there that have you know instagram where all their photos are on stage and they're comedians and you know i pointed out to kevin somebody that was doing stand-up and i go listen to what that person's saying and then imagine it written down as a joke and then think what you're doing next is going to be way better because that was fucking terrible. And that person is like, <laughs> yeah, I'm comedian too. You know? And I'm like, I, are you? Cause where's the joke? I told Katie some of the joke that I heard. I won't do it. Cause I don't want to bash that person, but. Yeah, there was some. We saw some interesting stuff. Had you been last night? You've been to the dime before, right? Never. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what to expect. I, I when I walked in because I wanted to get there early because I had. I also didn't know how long of a show it was. 
Like I got DM'd the flyer and it's me and Jason and two other people. And I was like, holy shit, there's only four people? Nope. It was fucking two and a half hours worth of people. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it ends when the bartender kicks everybody out, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like I walked in, I got there super early so I could like look over <laughs> my set real quick and just give myself a quick refresher. Cause that that was also that like my biggest fear was not like all oh, these jokes are gonna bomb. I was like, I'm I know I'm not gonna go up there and, and do like Bill Burr shit, but I know I'll do something passable. Yeah. The biggest obstacle in my way was my nerves getting the best of me and stammering through my shit, losing my place, and then just forgetting all my stuff. Yeah. You didn't. So when I walk in and the place is empty and I look at the stage and it was like a box. Yeah, it was like two pallets, two wooden pallets stacked on top of each other. And I was like, <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah. All right. And then I was, I was also like, man, I'm going to fall off this motherfucker. That's all right. I saw Eddie Bravo fall off the stage. It was like a pallet stage at his first or second stand-up show. Yeah. And he ran the light like a motherfucker. I bet. Yeah. You got nothing to worry about. Nah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, you really don't have anything <laughs> to worry about. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm looking forward to that getting easier. Because it was it, it was really fun. Yeah. But those nerves. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, I agree. Holy shit. Like, honestly, it's probably one of the most terrifying things I've ever done. It is it's the most terrifying thing I've ever done. Like, I've, I've gone skydiving once. I was shitting my pants about that. This was way scarier. Like, if it was, hey, we'll give you, we'll give you an option. You can go bungee jumping right now for the first time. You can skydive again. You can jump out of a helicopter. You can shoot a bottle rocket out of your dick. Or you can go up on stage and do stand-up. And I would have taken any of the previous options. Yep. Well, it does get better. Still going to be nervous as shit because it'll be your second time. But oh, I believe it. a little bit better every time. Yeah. And then, you know, you'll be more nervous because of the crowd because it'll be bigger in Ontario. Yeah. But it'll be more forgiving and and even better, you'll just be nervous because there's that much more people. But that was as busy as I've seen the dime bar. It was packed. There were a few cute, cute girls doing stand-up, and they had friends to support them. Nice. And so it was pretty busy. There was no seat, no seating. Like, we were standing in the back because there was nowhere to sit. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a standing room only dime bar, which yeah. is crazy. I cannot stress enough. There's only, like, 10 seats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it did really well. Yeah. I don't know why... I, I thought maybe you wouldn't when we first brought it up, but the more I was talking to you about how you're going to do good, uh, and then as soon as you got up there, I was like, oh, yeah, you've done this. You just haven't done it like that official, but you've been on stage. And it's like, dance, monkey. Yeah. You know, and you've done it. So I've never been on stage by myself. You know, being on stage yeah. with you guys definitely makes it a million times easier. Having like what you know is a friendly crowd, like people came out to see the Jason Ellis show and it's like, oh, all we have to do is the Jason Ellis show. Yeah. Sick. Oh, that was the other thing. When you told the guy, what do, what do you want me to say when you come <laughs> out? And you go, I'm on the Jason Ellis show. And he goes, what's that? Like he's like, he did something else. And he's like, I was on the Howard Stern show. So then the guy just says, you've seen him on the Howard Stern show. And I'm like, this guy fucking sucks. Like I think he thought, say, I'm Jason Ellis's friend or something. Like, the guy's like, what is that? I'm like, it's a fucking show. Yeah. You know, like, it's a big show. Yeah. And, well, I, yeah, and he, I've done. And he's on it. And I've done plenty of shows with people who don't have a credit that legit. Yeah. I wanted to keep it, you know, 
concise because I, you know, I knew it wasn't like going up at the comedy store. So I was like, I'm not going to give this guy a fucking rap sheet. I'm like, yeah, just say I'm from the Jason Ellis show. Yeah. And he was, he, he pointed you. He's like, so wait, your only credit is your friend? And I was like, all right, well, you can also say the Howard Stern show too. Yeah. That guy's an idiot. Sounds like. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the guy. I don't know the guy you're talking about, but there's like at the very kind of lowest levels of at least Hollywood comedy. I don't know how it is somewhere else. There's like just some really, really weird people like yeah. like entry level comedy is more of like a mental illness yeah. in my experience. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's a real loser fest. Some of the shittiest shows that I've done, it's like the person who's running this is not right. Yeah. Not right. Anybody could tell you. Yeah. Like you wouldn't let your daughter date this guy at all. And not because he's a. Now a word from our sponsor. Better help. We're talking to you once again today about better help. And this show has I've been advocating for getting mental health help for a long, long time. We can't stress it enough. Come on. Even you probably know by now. Ten years ago when somebody was like, hey, man, if you have a problem, go talk to somebody. You're like, <laughs> even now you're kind of like, <laughs> if you really <laughs> you're like running out show, of excuses, you need better help. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Better help could not make it easier or more affordable for you to get maybe not the help that you need, bro. I know you're going to be fine, but the help all of us could use from time to time. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. When you want to be a, uh, a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash Alice today and get 10% off your first month. That's Better H E L P dot com slash Ellis. We here at the Jason Ellis show like to give you some laughs and every now and then sprinkle in some pointers too. And anal. <laughs> I like to give my listeners anal. Yeah. But I won't give you anal unless you've got a clean butt. And that's where AG1 kicks in. Sorry. <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking to make your life a little bit healthier, Maybe get a little bit of extra energy, help your brain stay a little bit sharper. Yeah, or all the stuff Jason just said. Yeah, AG was gonna be like, man, we need to get more ads with Jason Ellis show. That guy knows how to sell stuff. <laughs> it doesn't get easier than mixing some a scoop of powder <laughs> yeah. with some water uh -huh. and then drinking it. And then, I can't and wait. Then I butt fuck you till this episode goes up and <laughs> Athletic Greens just sees this one day spike in sales. Yeah. Like they have wait a minute, <laughs> what is it? Black Friday. <laughs> Nope. Not, it's just the Jason Ellis show talking about the one tasty scoop of AG1 that contains 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, everything your body wants, nothing it doesn't in mm. a bio in available form. If you have some other fancy green drink, there's a really good uh, chance, my friend, that you are buying very expensive urine Lies. when all of it goes right back out of you. Stop buying lies. Yep. Buy Athletic Greens. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D. That'll make your hole even hotter. And five free travel packs for when you're, <laughs> yeah. for when you're on the road with me. <laughs> <Yes>. That's right. <laughs> with your first purchase, if you visit athleticgreens.com slash J-E-S today, again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash J-E-S to take control of your health and give AG1 a try. I, like a rapist or something because he's insane yeah yeah that's what it felt like yeah just seemed like he didn't like us you know i was like what do you mean the jason l show is not a good credit i i use it all the time well i even when i when i said to him like i'm like all right well i, I was also on the howard stern show right, he's like, it, he was like oh, i'm just i'm just joking man i'm just joking 
Yeah, he said that about when he said you went past the time. He put, I'm just joking on the end of it. And I was like, oh. And then I'm like, wait, no, you're not. But then just saying, you know, you've seen him on the Howard Stern show. It's like everyone came here. They know you're on the Jason L show. What the fuck are you talking about? It was just such a weird. It was like he'd never been on this show before. It was just like at one time he did work on the Howard Stern show. So that's his credit. It was just yeah, like, good for you, dude. You've figured out a way to make that stupid. Yeah. Well, I've seen, you know, when I've, when I've gone to comedy shows before, I've seen, you know, people get introduced with like three or four credits. So my, my opener, I talk about when I was on Fail Army. And I, when I wrote it, I was like, okay, I can tell whoever's introducing me when they want my credits. I'll be like, you know, the Jason Ellis show, Howard Stern show, and Fail Army. And then I can just jump right into it. Yeah. But yeah. It, like after seeing how last night was going, I was like, yeah, all right, maybe... Maybe I'll keep the credits simple and I can easily alter my opener to just say like, yeah, I was on Fail Army. But one time I introduced a comic and I was like such like a busy beaver, like eager beaver host that I was doing homework on all the the get the comics that were on the bill. And it turned out there were two comics with the same name and we had the far less successful of the two. (laughs) So I gave all his credits and he's like, yeah, that's a different person with the same name as me. Cool. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) whoops. (laughs) Yeah, Whatever. I feel like aren't the laws? Don't you have to like go by Michael J. Fox now? I know, more right. successful you. Yeah, if you're gonna make films, you do. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Like on IMDb, there's another Kevin Kraft. Right. And he was in like Dunstan checks in that fucking monkey movie. Right. And that's it. So if I ever do any like film credits, like if I ever sell a screenplay, I'd probably have to go by Kevin J. Kraft. Oh, okay. Or I could just throw a really funny joke in there and be Kevin K. Kraft. Yeah. Ah. Don't do that. <laughs> it doesn't sound that bad, Kevin J. Kraft. No, it sounds like I write self-help novels. Okay. That, now it sounds bad. No. I don't like those guys. So where do you go from here? Are you going to get up again before the show? And I would really like to. Sure. Easier um, said than done. I know. Hmm. Well, Dustin Ibarra was at the show last night, and he was like, he's like, we're going to, I got to get you up at some of the, the things that I host. No, cool. Like, well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Because I would like to get up a couple more times before our show, September 7th. It would help. <sighs> yeah, because, I mean, even just saying that again made me, like, lose my breath and start sweating. But it will make that night way more pleasurable. Sure. Because there'll be way less nerves. And I want to, you know, I, I care about putting on a good show for people. It's like, the show's definitely better when you can't tell the guy's obviously fucking nervous up there. Yeah. Well, I don't think you could. I think if you ask people that watch it, I think they would all say that you did good, for, especially for first time. You did really good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it was hard to tell because, you know, I, had, I also had some friends in the audience and they were like, oh, you were fucking great, man. And I'm pretty sure if I walked up there and I was like, hi, I'm... and pissed my pants and ran away crying, they'd be like, oh, that was good, man. That was a good attempt. Yeah, no, they, I don't think they would have. I met one of your friends last night. I reckon he'd be like, dude, yeah. you your pants. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't seem like he was going to lie. <laughs> you seem like a guy whose friends would be assholes. Yeah. Not assholes, just <laughs> definitely wouldn't be like, oh, dude, that was totally fun. Don't worry about pissing your pants and leaving. That They would have been like, why would you do that? You and I was thinking good. about it too, right before going up. I was like, all right, this can go one or two ways. I do okay, or I eat a shit sandwich. Either way is good. Yeah. Because like, if I do good, all right, cool. Maybe I can do more of this. Yeah. And if I eat a shit sandwich, it's like, all right, tomorrow's podcast is going to be awesome. Yep. That's how I saw it. 
but you did really well. There's not really any jokes to make about how bad you did or you choked at one point. You didn't do anything like that. So we did a um, Patreon show recently with Ben Glebe and he was intent on getting my opener out of me on the show. Yeah. Do you think I made the right call by keeping that in my pocket? No. Like, I don't know if that would have done well just like, oh yeah, here's my opener. It wouldn't have done well. I don't think anybody can do, you know, it's more of a story. So it's not like a, you know, didn't thing. Yeah. It's more of a story. So it's not going to, I, I think if you had said it, he would have gone, yeah, 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 cool. Maybe try this or something, like try to make it, refine it for you or something. If, if anything yeah. but more, just be like, yeah, it's not bad. Because it wasn't. It's not really, you know, him saying you need a joke in the first 30 seconds, that, that was like a lot of pressure. Like you don't, you need to come up confident and, and, and get the crowd to kind of like you. And then, you know, you get into your stuff. I felt like that's what you did. Came up confident, came up excited, you know, grabbed the mic like, hey, you know, and like he got into it. From the start, I was like, there you go. Not a problem with any of it. Did it. Yeah, I wouldn't even, I don't have anything to say about what you should do. Just keep doing that. That was great. Well, we're not going to make fun of Kevin. Perhaps we could make fun of Vince Neal. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's not having a good time. He might be, though. He He might be thinking it's completely different than what everybody else thinks. Well, I think it all depends on what your goal is. If your goal is to make as much money as possible with zero regard for the product that you're putting out. Oh, yeah. I think Vince is on fire. Okay. But what about what he looks like? Do you think he cares? Do you think that there are... I threw away... Wow, sorry. Do you think that there are enough people in his orbit enough women in his orbit who are still like oh haven't no way you don't think so nobody no. you don't think no anybody wants to fuck vince neal no i think a lot of women that look like vince neal probably want to fuck vince neal well that's for how sure how would their genitals touch <laughs> if they were the same shape <laughs> yeah, as vince neal <laughs> okay i'll start in this corner yeah. and you start in the other one we'll running run backwards <laughs> yeah like how that it's do that that blades of glory thing where they charge yeah. each other in the ice and slide and i don't even think scissor. it's then that gut is in the way of everything. Such a weird trolley buddy he's got. And then to know that, you know, he was a singer. He wasn't, a, he was never a good singer. He was just really hot. It's got to be a weird thing to be really hot and then to be really um, pudding pied. You know, like yeah. his face, his, he's got a fat gut in his chin. You know, like yeah. he's got a big gut and then his face is dropped. It's very ice melted ice cream. It's kind of got a fat nose. <laughs> Yeah, it really takes some doing. It's got guts everywhere. Yeah, they're talking about making like a live action Pac Man movie. <laughs> he could be the perfect choice to play yeah. Pac Man. He's, he's just like a round ball with with limbs sticking out of it. He just looks like he's about to pop. It just looks like he's not a very big guy, and his body's just being forced to be so fat for how big he is, and his guts just like oh, like it's got to be so hard. Yeah. He's so Vince Neil, so dense. he's a lead singer of Motley Crue, and they supposedly retired. He also brings kids presents at Christmas. <laughs> if you're if you're good, yeah. <laughs> if you're good, obviously. Uh, I I feel like such a sucker. That was like the first band I got really into. I believed them when they said that they were retiring, and uh, Fat Vince Neil was out that, there huh? at the Staples Center. I thought I had some inside information. A friend of ours gave me some very good intel. That turned out to be. No, it turned out to be very, very bad intel. A, a man named uh, Schwill 
Flynn Dervis. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That led me to believe that the Motley crew. And you can never trust Phil <laughs> or whatever the fuck you just said. So <laughs> <Sir> Phil. <laughs> <laughs> so Phil Davis. Then when they broke up, they were really breaking up. And I literally, my eyes teared up when I watched yeah. Vince Neil, fat, portly Vince Neil, dressed up like Theater of Pain, Home Sweet Home Vince Neil with like the pastel scarves and stuff, fumble poorly through Home Sweet Home one last time at the Staples Center, their home arena. And then like, Two days later, he was out on tour just going, he the one that, he the one that, and I happened to see one of those shows live. And yeah. I heard that the reason why the crew got back together is because they're like, well, Vince is just out on the road driving our catalog into the ground. <laughs> we may as well get some money from this. Wait, Vince was. Vince, they, Motley Crew retired forever and Vince launched a solo tour like three days later. Where he's doing Motley Crew oh, songs. Oh, nothing but, it's all he's got. He only had one solo minor hit. So he just had, he just kept doing it. He never stopped. The worst part of the band kept going. Yes. I saw him. Because he's still the singer and nobody can help him there. So that means that band mm -hmm. had no singer with nobody from Motley Crue playing the music. What? If Vince Neil's the singer and yeah. nobody in his band is from Motley Crue. Yes. He's not really singing the song and the band isn't the band. That's right. So, his band is that, you remember Slaughter? Yeah. His band is basically, his band is Slaughter. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. He, Slaughter would often be the opening act yeah. and they would just change singers and then Vince would come out. Wow. Yeah. I don't want to go to that. No, it's pretty bad. It was yeah. not good at all. And then they're out on their tour, which was delayed for a couple of years with Def Leppard and Poison and the early reviews have been very unkind to put it mildly. And then uh, longtime listeners, Moron Bros Radio Show, who communicated, I think, with all of us on Instagram, sent me this link. <laughs> Oh, no way. Jason Ellis talking about Bluetube. Uh, I don't know about these guys, but I took one last night. I got a concussion, feeling tired, and I did stand up and I was pretty tapped out. But then, um, you know, I, I, I organized some hot. Can you say butt fucking in a Bluetube ad? You just did? Yeah. Well, that, and I needed, I needed that extra boost. And I I got it within minutes, and there I was, like a pro, but fucking champion. Thanks, Blue Shoe. <laughs> like a GD weather vane. It these was. are good reads. I like these <laughs> reads. Blue Chew is simple. It's discreet. Yeah, it comes in a little envelope, Michael. It's pretty. No one even knows. It's the most exciting mail. You're going to get this week until Jason shows up. Yeah, then it's going to get real excited. <laughs> and guys, here's a special deal. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Ellis at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's pretty cheap boners if you ask me. BlueChew.com promo code Ellis to receive your first month free. The DLC loan approval, approval machine commercial starring Vince Neil. Right, and this is the camera angle that they use. So it's it's they're using because I don't think Vince can say all these words even no, if oh, no, he no. was to read it. So no, they, he would just hold the mic out to the crowd for half of it. He's just driving a zamboni. I mean, he doesn't look that bad right there, but when it gets to <laughs> his front, yeah, <laughs> he is just a pudding pie of a man. Yeah, I've like, never seen a zamboni drive a zamboni. Yeah, he's just like such a garden gnome. 
These are all the words that he couldn't read. No hidden fees. <laughs> yeah. The bimbo scientists. So he's driving the Zamboni, which doubles as a, a loan application app. Yeah. Now, does everybody need to ride the Zamboni to find out if they can get $500? Look at him. <laughs> he has got a fat nose. Yeah, he's got a pig nose. <laughs> oh, man. Like, full body is not a good idea. It's also kind of depressing that he has to be like, yeah, I got a loan. It's like, you're fucking Vince Neil. Yeah. You don't need a loan. It's pretty impressive that he can hold the steering ah. wheel while sitting up. <laughs> it looked he like pumping his fist. he was pumping his fist and it looked like there was sort of a chain reaction where every time he pumped the fist, he threw his whole ass backwards. Yeah. <laughs> and when you have that much wobble on the tricep, yeah. you probably want to maybe just stick to holding your finger yeah. up to your ear. Yeah, he's got lunch lady arms. He can just throw horns. <laughs> Please. Might be time to put a sleeve on. Maybe. You know? Might like, cover everything, dude. Yeah, sew the sleeves back onto your shirts. Please. Yeah. Kids are wearing a lot of balaclavas these days. Maybe check that out, too. Yeah. Maybe grow a beard so you can pretend that that's not your chin. <laughs> See if somebody can let those old leather jackets out a bit and throw those back on. It just seems so weird to want to be that fat and to want to rock. Yeah, it's like if you really want to rock that bad and keep doing shows, it's not that hard, you know. Just don't eat. I mean, it's probably drinking, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a bit of a Danzig thing. Yeah, where the belly's just like something's upset in there. Maybe he eats a lot of meat. He probably eats at his own restaurant a lot. <laughs> Kevin and I went to his off strip <laughs> Las Vegas restaurant. Holy fucking shit! Wait, he owns a restaurant. <laughs> it's got his, his name on it. It's got his name on it. I think he owns it about as much as he owns that Zamboni. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's called like Vince Neal's cheese trough or some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, they probably gave him a trough of cheese to put his name on it. <laughs> Fucking. They did the old trick. Where yeah, yeah. They had a piece of paper that was like, yeah. I will give you one million pounds of cheese. Yeah. And he signed it. And then yeah. he walked away and they ripped off the top sheet. And it actually said, <laughs> now your name is on Vince Neal's Las Vegas cheese right. trough. He doesn't even know because he's... <laughs> He doesn't even know yet because he's still eating that trough of cheese. <laughs> yeah, his blood type is Velveeta. Yeah. Yeah, god damn. What's his what's his rider look like now? Like it used to be well, it probably it's still all the alcohol, but mm-hmm. now it's just like massive amounts of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs like super giant blocks of cheese and he like in between songs he goes over and just munches a block. He used yeah. to run off during the guitar solo yeah. and do lines. Yeah. yeah. Instead of lines, it's just fucking cakes of cheese. They just, just lines lo- of Parmesan. They just have, have a line of like 10 shots of, of nacho cheese. I see I see him being a, uh, what are the little burgers? A slider? Yeah, I see him just like pouring sliders down like, a, yeah. like they're going out of fashion. I could see him just being a slider holic. Yeah. He's like if a rock and roll meatball came to life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If meatballs could rock, they'd be Vince Neil. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. What happened? Oh, my goodness. Why do you do that to yourself? Well, yeah. it's 2022 and Vince Neil is still making money. Yeah. At least he's got that. And there's that. Yeah. Good point. Say that for Limp Biscuit. They're making money? Well, they're at least like running a tight ship. Like, I think if you go see Limp Biscuit, who I would consider sort of the musical heirs to, to Motley Crue, 10 years later, like, I, Fred's not super fat. Like, his pants fit. Yeah. I think he can still go, come on. Yeah, no. Uh, at will. Right. Yeah. Which is all we're asking from Vince. Yeah. And he refuses. It's not that he can't do it. 
that I feel bad for. I honestly feel genuinely bad for singers. Like I took my kids to go see uh, Aha because they love the song Take On Me. Yeah. And like, where would he can't sing that? He now, can. can. He can. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. He's got to do it real soft. He's got to really stand there and get himself ready for it. But he can do it. And can you imagine the sort of torture it would be where it's like you can either stay home and nobody knows that you're aha and get a regular job or you can go out on the road and get treated like a rock star and they give you good money and then bum everybody out at the end of the set every single night. Like because a lot of guys wrote songs that they could sing when they were 22 and now they're 52. It's not that he can't do it. I don't really get bummed at a singer who can't do it. It's that he won't try. Yeah. He won't even give it a half. Because I yeah. think he could. All right. He can get in get shape. Like he, he can get in shape. If I could do it, he could do it. You could do singing lessons. And he swore. They, when, That's right. As remember, soon as right? they announced the tour. He had to get in shape. Like, he signed some deal. I thought so. And then it got put off for a couple of years. Yeah, he put it off all right. He did. He put it was down. It, was it Motley Crue or Poison that held a press conference to sign documents declaring that this is their final tour? Yeah, it's the crew. And then they... And then they toured again. They're just a new Kiss. Every yeah. fucking page. Did Kiss ever retire though? I think Kiss have retired many times. Oh, okay. I think every page in the Motley Crue playbook ultimately was just Nikki Six trying to be Gene Simmons. Uh, oh wow! Like it's that simple. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, I mean Ozzy's guilty too. That's the thing. If you like somebody, then you'll like laugh at shit that you criticize other people for. Ozzy's been unretired. Ozzy's retirement has lasted longer than his actual career did. I'm not even exaggerating. I just feel like with him, it's less his decision and more his wife's. Yeah. I'm probably wrong. Right. But I just feel they just seem like this dynamic where she just cracks whips and he just slaves it out. There might be that. And also, like, we don't know these people. We just kind of imagine that we know them. If Ozzy retires and unretires, I'm inclined to believe he meant it at the time and then got bored at home and changed his mind when Motley Crue does it. I'm like, you guys... You just knew that continuing to go around the country was you were seeing diminishing returns. Yeah. So you go, oh, we'll tell them this one's the last one. Yeah. And then everyone will come out and then pff, we'll just fucking keep doing it. All right. You know, Have, I don't know if the Stones done that or is it just everybody assumed that every time is the last time for the last 20 years? I thought they said that this was their last tour a few times. Yeah. But I don't know for sure. I can't remember. Yeah. I, I saw, think they're just going to die on stage. They should at this point. Yeah. Yeah. There's only really two of them left. Yep. Which one dies and they keep going? Mick Jagger, they died over. But he can't go out with the other guy either, right? I don't think either of them Keith would. Richards dies, it's over, right? I don't think either of them would stop touring. I just think it would, it has to become, if Keith is dead, now it's solo. Mick Jagger. Right. And vice versa. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I'm uh, I, I'm doing this last Alice Mania. Uh, with no intention to do another one or to sell it out because I said it's the last one. It's right, the last and, one. And I believe you. And if 10 years from now, it turns out that there's another one, I know that this wasn't some brilliant mastermind. <laughs> <plan. laughs> yeah, no. Nah, that's, that's the difference. Yeah, No one expects it. 10 years, we're back at 60. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, no, I'm done. I'm done with it all. Did you, let's see. Animals attacking, animals getting high. Did you see the bear that got high? Yeah, no, but Katie told me about it last night. In Turkey? Yeah, on some honey or something. It's what they do. Mad honey, which I feel like was like three grunge bands. (laughs) (laughs) The bear was found passed out after overindulging on, I never know how to say, rhododendron. Rhododendron, yep. 
rhododendron. Which is in honey. No, the honey is made from rhododendron. Rhododendron is like a flowering bush. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. I think those guys are big in the 80s. <laughs> so if we ate this, like, rhododendron no. honey, would we get fucked up? I think you got to be a bear. Oh, uh, man. I think we might. Oh, we should get some. Trip balls. There's some big drug. It's a new drug sweeping the nation. Not this one. I want Other it. nations, yeah. It's like some nut you chew in like Indonesia and shit and your fucking mouth goes all red. Yeah. And it's the most addicting thing, addictive thing out there. And uh, Indo and all these other countries, they, everybody chews the shit out of it. Even kids chew it. Oh. Yeah. And they spit it out. It's like, and their mouth's all stained red. So if you ever see anyone stained red mouth, because yeah. I've seen that in Thailand a few times, I may or may not have met a massage person that had a red mouth. And I was like, what is that? Now I know. Chewing some nuts. Yeah. Chewing some weird nut shit. And I think they put some some sort of other thing into combined and they just chew it up in their mouths and get red mouth. Yeah. And it gives them, they, they feel confident and energized. And, super massage powers. And addicted. Yes. Nice. Addicted to sucking dick for money. It's like super cocaine? I don't know if it's that hard because kids do it and old people do it. And it's legal. Well, it just grows on trees where they are. But I mean, are they like discouraged from it? It's like, hey, everybody. No, it seems like it seems like everybody does it in certain countries. The whole fucking country is chewing it. Fuck. That's what it seemed like. I can't remember which country it was. It was really going off right now. But they were saying that a lot of countries are doing it. But one in particular, every single person is doing it. You're talking about. I don't know if it's beetle nut or betel nut. Mm hmm. I don't think I want yeah, to Yeah, because the that. locals call it something else. Yeah. Like better or some shit. Once reserved for sacred events, for example, now almost half of Papua New Guineans yeah. chew go. it. It's common. Love that place. I've been there. You ever been there? Papua New Guinea? Yeah. Can't say I have. Yeah, I've been there. It's near it's near Australia. That's oh, I, I see. Went, my dad took us there. And my brother well, Lee was little baby. Stevie wasn't alive yet. And everybody, all the kids. All the Papua New Guinea kids wanted to touch Lee's skin because he was so white. Oh. And I remember God, Lee was like freaked out because he was little and all these little black kids were touching him. And he was like, yeah. and I was uh, like pretty I was sure like, this is racist. I was like, wow, why are these kids touching him like that? And then they told somebody because they never seen anybody with such white skin. They were like, look at this guy. What does he feel like? They yeah. were trying to touch his skin. <laughs> Make no mistake. The world has gotten a lot better in the last. 30, 40, 50 years. Still a lot of work to be done. Nobody's debating that. But did I tell you guys, I recently learned that one of my elderly relatives, like I knew her, she yeah. was old when I was little, was under the impression that if you touched a black person, it would rub off on you. Mm. Wow. And then you would turn black. I think just that part of you would be. Oh. Like you'd get smudged. Well, so I... does she also think that you could wipe off a black person and they would turn white? No, I think it's probably like there's just, it's all, you just rub them down to the bone. Right. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I've known this person. She was like a totally normal lady. She'd like make you a cup of tea, give you a Coke. Like she was a total functional member you of You think society. she actually believed that? I'm led to believe. Eh. Yeah, my stepmom never met a black person. I think she might have now, hopefully, but she said one time when I was listening to Gravediggers, she said, Are those Negroes on that song? And I was like, Man, that's not what you say. And I could tell she was like, 
Totally innocent. Isn't it? I'm like, no. No, that's not a good one. So they're <laughs> black people. How strong is this betel nut, which is known locally as buai? Yeah, there you go. That's it. Uh-huh. Consumed with a mustard stick dipped in slaked lime powder. Mm-hmm. I know all those words. I don't know what that means. Oh. Yeah, they got white powder and they put it in with the red nut and they chew it up and their mouth's full of red shit. But how bad is it? Because like if I, I if I like caffeine is a drug, you know, and everybody like there was a time when people everybody smoked cigarettes in America and kids as young as six smoked cigarettes all day, every day. Right. Katie has a photo of a guy that's kind of making it look like it gets you real high. But I think they're just showing you how red their mouths get. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like 28 days later. Yeah. Horrifying. That's not a good look. <laughs> some of them just politely chew it with their mouths closed though so it's not that crazy yeah that looks like a press photo for like a papua new guinea death metal band but i think it definitely stains the mouth and yeah, if you right. do it every day mm-hmm. then you kind of just have a red mouth right our teeth like this oh yeah. yeah but again cigarettes did a lot of that same shit yep Tea, not quite the same, but yeah, honestly, Michael, the video I saw, I didn't see anybody with their eyes rolling back in their head. They were kind of coherent, <laughs> but I guess it was taking an edge off of sorts. Yeah, right. The only thing that was just they just kept saying it was the most addicting drug on the planet. Like once you're in, you're not getting out, kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't know if it's if it's super addicting and it doesn't destroy you. I don't know. I don't know. Once again, that's, that's it didn't seem that bad. That's cigarettes. Yeah, like yeah, can you chew yeah. that shit on your way to work and just fuck like, yeah. function? That's yeah, they're all working on it. Oh. They're all, yeah, they're all like at work and spitting it out while they're, you know, weaving baskets and doing whatever it is they do. So it doesn't right. like turn you into a junkie. Well, no, you're just it does it seems like they do it and they operate their lives still. So it's still a junkie. Yeah, once again, yeah. is do you consider somebody who smokes two packs a day a junkie? Right. Cuz they are. Yeah. But they're not. Because they can still function and have a job and pay some bills. If anything, uh, I think they function better. Right. Well, right. Where's the 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 places that coke comes from? A lot of people there just like chew, chew the coca leaves. I think it's probably similar to that. Right. I, I think they're just like whistle while you work. Oh man! So that means somebody is going to get a hold of these nuts <laughs> and turn it into like <laughs> these nuts and like turn it into the cocaine. Of the cocoa leaf. Oh. Someone's going to fuck this up. They yeah, they've do. got to package it in a different way for us because we don't want to have red mouth and spit everywhere. Yeah. So if they had it in like a pill form yeah. or something like that, then yeah, we'd probably be a part of it too. wonder if it could be done why it hasn't been done yet. Because wasn't that the deal with Red Bull, right? Is that was like some traditional countries, I don't want to say the exact energy drink, but like the active ingredient. I don't know if it's taurine or something. Yeah. And there was like, it was something like, there was a bunch of taxi drivers in London who all drank that shit because they all drank it back where they originally came from and like Sri Lanka and somebody connected the dots and that's how Red Bull was born. Like oh. Red Bull's caffeine plus some thing that's like a betel nut, like, like a, a coca leaf kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, like it's kind of amazing to me that there's a, a viable stimulant out there that they haven't repackaged. Like I'm frankly kind of disappointed. Yeah, we should be getting high off it as well. I should at least have the option. It's like Kratom. People had Kratom, yeah. and then you figured out a way to bottle it and give it to us. Mm-hmm. Where's my fucking booing nut? Right. Because the Kratom powder. one, I think I understand. The story there, I think somebody told us this on the show, right, is that 
some country could grow opium and kratom, but opium was like more addictive and therefore a better cash crop. So at some point, the government there made everybody destroy all the kratom trees and only grow opium. Oh, wow. That's like the story of it. Okay. Yeah, they used to be side by side. Oh. I really wish some scientist would just get the formula and recreate uh, quaaludes. I don't know if they're that good. I always wanted to try them. But like, you know, when quaaludes went extinct, I was too young to be doing drugs anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're as good as what we have now. I agree. No, I don't. If think- you think about weed and then weed now, like I feel like that is like we've got Molly now. Yeah, but I'm. You didn't have Molly back then, right? I'm also older, so maybe I could use a more chill hard drug. I don't know if is a quaalude mellow. I don't think it's mellow, dude. Still taking like what is it like? Is it like a Xanax or something? Yeah, I thought it was a pretty pure sedative. Are quaaludes mother's little helper? Sounds about right. Right. I know they just, looked fun in Wolf of Wall Street. I thought it was just supposed to be the thing that, like, if you want to get real deep on it, that stay at home ladies, like back 1950s world, where it was like, the guy's going to go to work. You just stay home and have kids and make meatloaves and be happy. And chicks were like, I'm not happy. There's more to me than this. And they're like, well, just take your, you got an anxiety issue. Yeah. It's not that you should be out being a functioning member of of the world on equal footing with men. You have anxiety. So take these. And I think a lot of women started abusing them because it was. Because they're fun. It just made them not bummed about being fucking bored and spending all their time with three-year-olds. So a friend of mine posted a video the other day talking about how women need to prepare meals for their men when they get home. And another video where he was like, you know, guys, make sure your lady never has uh, any less than half a tank of gas. So you go fill her car and bring it back to the house so she doesn't have to go to the gas station. I was like, what? Yeah. Where is I'm this? I'm not going to say his name. I, I just thought we were, I mean, I, I thought I knew that we were done with all that stuff like right. shit that i just thought was like in the deep rear view yeah. is just like like uh, to it me was weird. it seems like it used to be the craziest person you met was into this or that kind of theory and now all of a sudden like a couple years ago it became like the craziest person you went to high school with that you're still facebook friends would yeah. start putting like wait i actually know that guy i know somebody who believes this shit yeah. and it's just like the fucking the wil- the wilderness is moving in so Certain fucking side of things. Saw a UFC fighter on Tucker Carlson's show the other day talking about trans women in MMA, and they were like, you know, there's Fallon Fox over there breaking women's skulls. I'm like, she hasn't had a fight for eight years, and you're acting like it's happened yesterday. And this UFC fighter is on there going, yeah, you know, we got to put a stop to it. And I was like, I, you know, I still don't know about women in MMA, or you know, sorry, trans women in sports. Because I know that I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not a scientist. I don't know everything. I, you know, I have heard. I don't know for sure because I didn't read it myself. That to be in the sport, they test your levels, and you have to be lower than a normal female to be accepted into it. And also, you know, Fallon Fox got beat, you know, and then retired because she got beat by uh, our friend Ashley Evan Smith. Beat her ass. So she never. It's just like this. It was it presented as. There's a bunch of dudes saying they're ladies and they're fucking frack. They're killing women in MMA. And I'm like, there was one. I think there might be a couple now, but they're not winning. 
You know, like Amanda Nunes is killing people. And you get hit by her. That's harder than anybody that's ever been in MMA that's trans. We got to stop Amanda Nunes, you know, or Cyborg. What's going on with her? Is that just natural, that jackness? Like, I don't know if that is. But we are, we're okay with that. It just seemed like, and you're on Tucker Carlson's channel, so it's just, it's not coming from a, a good place. But it's the MMA community. They really are, um, I don't know. I, I don't know what you call it, but um, they're against equality. I don't know, the, the the movement. They don't like the movement, you know? Like that, you know, get make, make sure your wife makes food. What the fuck? That's such a crazy... Ladies, make sure you have a meal for your man when he gets home. Like, what if you? What if she has a job? Yeah. Like, what if he doesn't have a job? Like, why is it just? You're, you know what I mean, go back to the way it was. It's like if right. you go back to the way it was, it's like you can't just tell a lady she needs to make the meal. That's like, uh, you know, you're just saying that everybody should be, but you know, women back in the kitchen and dudes, you know, like I don't know, it just just seems backwards and 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 they say it in a way where it doesn't seem harmful but i i don't i don't see how that telling women to be back in the kitchen how that's not you know i'm not a woman but if i was and i heard that I'd be like fucking you make the food fuck face like what it tell me i need to be in the fucking kitchen and don't tell me i need somebody to get me gas because i'm too useless to be at the gas station like i'm just insulted by it it seems like people are so scared of things threatened by things at the cutting edge of like evolving liberalism that they need to go all the way back to the beginning it's like you're so threatened by somebody who wants to call themselves they them instead of he or she that it's not enough for you to just go no sorry bro that's where i draw the line which I get. It's like a big new thing, and there's and you don't expect that when there's a big new thing that everybody just fucking falls in line overnight. That's not the way this shit works. Yeah. But it's like you're so threatened by that, you need to go all the way back to the like. You know, I know where this all started. Guys, guys, we all know where this started. Fucking women wanted to get jobs, yeah. and I can trace the line straight yeah. from that to fucking Ezra Miller and Demi Lovato. And it's yeah. like, can you? Can you really? Because you got hit in your head a lot, dude. Yeah. I don't think you can trace a whole lot of lines. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like that if somebody wants to be so. Also, if you're a lady and you want to cook dinner for your man and you want him to go get gas, fine. Fine. Cool. Just don't understand why we all should. Because I know that, you know, people out there with their vaginas and dicks, doesn't matter what you got between your legs. Some people want to do different. Some people want to live a different life. And if they don't live that life, they're not living their life and they don't feel complete. Yeah. So let them live their life. It's a little something I like to call freedom. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all. Uh, let's see. Oh, did we ever actually watch the bear that's fucked up? No. And far more important. <laughs> Seriously. This is great. In Turkey. I think they rescued him and we're like, buddy, you got, we got to get you off the street. You got to sleep this off. Yeah, he could barely sit up straight. Oh, yeah. I'm just gonna let that sit there. <laughs> this is what I look like if I do a dab. Or <laughs> every now and then he snaps out of it yeah. for a second. Yeah, he's trashed. Yeah, looks like our Chihuahua when she got into the weed trees. Oh uh, yeah, he's okay though, right? Yeah, yeah. She she got taken to a Sorry, vet she. and whatever. Can't see its pussy from here, but um, <laughs> she's fine. 
She can mm-hmm. go back to cooking and cleaning for her man there. <laughs> 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 Elsewhere. That, mm-hmm. Didn't a koala attack somebody? Yes. As a matter of fact, in... I've always uh, wanted to say that. In Queensland. Yeah. They live there, Michael. They do. It's their home, not yours. Yeah. <laughs> I always used to make up the story about drop bears. I would fall out of trees <laughs> and eat people's faces. But I never seen an actual koala fight. One time I was threatened by a koala. He made a bunch of noises and he jumped down on the tree. And, uh, but he did not come at us. But I'll tell you, if he had of, I was going to run. I wasn't going to be like, right, bear fight. He was fucking scary. He scared me. Well, His yeah. sound scared me. And he didn't, even, he didn't even come at me. Yeah. There's something about animals, right? Because like, I'm, I'm afraid of animals. I don't think I match up well in a fight with an animal. Like... If a guy my size want is like stepping towards me and it's obvious he wants to fight, I think there's a good chance this is a bad fight for me. But you go down small enough. And like if a four foot tall man was like, let's go, bro. Come on. I'm not really scared. Like, I'm pretty sure I can handle that. But an animal that's more than 18 inches tall, I just assume it's not going to be worth it for me. Yeah. I'd rather fight. I don't know what this is. I'd rather fight a four foot tall man than a two foot tall koala. <laughs> hey. I would have said the other, but you might be right. I would is it feel because bad they know no boundaries, no rules, and that's intimidating. Like you know that he'll he'll eat your genitals if given the the chance. I also maybe it's like I guess what it really is is I assume that they have a little bit more of a matrix time thing than I do. Oh yeah. That okay. while I'm kind of like flailing and flinching a little bit, he's like, right, right there is what I'm gonna do this with. Yeah. Oh, and they have claws and we don't. So that helps to be intimidating. If I had little blades on my hands, if a four foot guy had little blades on his fingers. That would be different. Right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you don't need to be have pinpoint Anderson Silva striking. Because the koala does not hand. have Anderson Silva. I believe Anderson Silva could beat a koala. Right. And our teeth are not as they're uh, shit. Yeah, right. They're flat. I'm Wait, assuming koala have fangs. Is they can't. Ju- they can't just have flat teeth like us. It looks weird when animals have human teeth. Always. Remember that crab that had the human teeth not that long ago? <laughs> yeah, it looks yeah. odd. Yeah, they've always got like more pronounced canines. I want to see least. what yeah. a koala's technique is to take out a human. So I think this lady approaches a koala on the side of a highway. Oh, think she's drunk. <laughs> Hello, little buddy. Drunk He's on just posted up. Oh, oh, whoa, he's going after her. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, she's down. Wait, she fell over? That is so bad. Oh, who films? Oh, who, oh. who gives what up? The That's the best part. He was about to eat her face. He's about to get the mount. <laughs> so unsatisfying. Man. I think she really, because I, I, I speak fluent, scared wimp. Yeah. She wasn't prepared for him to leap. Yeah, no. And she, she panic fell. Yeah, when he leapt, I saw like for a for a quick blip that koala had this move. Like when he did the leap, he threw his arms out yeah. to make himself bigger. Yeah, he's gonna grab her. Yeah, it's a tough fight for a koala. Pretty ballsy because you got to think like he's <laughs> he doesn't know humans and he's like she's tall, you know. Yeah, this lady's fucking annoying. I'm gonna it's a kick tough her fight, ass. but he was prepared to do it. That's the other thing. When you fight a koala, <laughs> they're fighting because it's their life on the line. That's right. And you're just like, you know. You're not trying. You're not about that life. No. Koalas are. I don't know what ultimately became of 
that woman, but she probably just got scratched up pretty good. You may recall a number of years ago, some thieves broke into a zoo and also in Queensland to try to (laughs) steal a koala and trade it for weed. Okay. They had a deal arranged. You get the koala. I'll give you the weed. It's a lot of weed. Better be. And the koala became extremely vicious. The men were left with scratches and lacerations all over their body. So they just stole a four-foot crocodile instead. That was easier. They gave up. Yeah. Which tells you something. But you're also saying that they had scratches. They didn't have, like, they weren't, like, wounded in a way where they needed to go to hospital. I don't think so. I don't know where you really draw the line between a scratch and a laceration. Yeah. Do koalas have teeth? Yeah. What kind? Oh, do you know what? They might have... um, Because they chew gum leaves. Flat-ish. Yeah, that chewing leaves is a... Yeah, I don't think they're fangs. It's a molar-y kind of... I'm just saying animals always have more pronounced... Like, we have the canines that are, like, our our basic bitch fangs. Animals always have a little bit more of that than, than we do, or else it looks wrong. Unless I'm wrong. Oh, here we go. Oh, they've got marsupial teeth. Ew. What's that mean? They they kind of look like Nosferatu. They Wait, just they have just two got... on the top, two on the bottom. Oh, wow. That's not doing... Ch- Wait, he has one tooth. Well, Does he got four teeth? There's two on the top, two on the bottom, and then they have the little chewy guys, the molars. So he pulls the leaf off with the front bit and then just uses his tongue to stick him back on the molar so he can work out the druggy goodness. Yeah, he's not doing a lot of damage biting you, though. It'll suck, because that's, that's kind of like what my, my sugar glider's teeth look like. Yeah. And if you catch them on the wrong day and they bite you real quick, you're, you're bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. And they're little guys. But it's not, it's not made to kill. No. But I still don't want to be bit. He's still cute. Even when he attacks, yeah. Can they carry rabies? They got herpes, right? But they got herpes that kills them, not us. Chlamydia? I think it was like super gonorrhea or something. Right? <laughs> I love how we're just sitting Dang. here defaming koalas. Yeah. <laughs> they Are fuck you a lot. sure they all have super AIDS? Yeah. <laughs> well, it is, it is kind of super AIDS because they, they die from it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I Googled if koalas can have rabies and they don't have rabies, so they can't give it to humans, but they can pass on a form of chlamydia if yeah. a person comes in contact with koala urine. So their piss can pass on STDs. Wow. Yeah. I don't know why you would get mixed up in koala pee, though. They're yeah, pretty like low to the ground. If you slipped on a banana peel next to a puddle of koala piss. Yeah. Well, what if they just peed on you from the tree? Yeah, mm. but they don't, I don't think they do that. They come down to pee every time? That doesn't so. sound like a lazy animal Sloths to me. do that. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think it's one of the major benefits of living mostly in a tree where your food <laughs> is. is just pee off the side. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, taking the, it's like taking a boat into shore to go to a bathroom when you could just pee into the yeah. ocean. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen a koala go to the bathroom. Yeah. Have you? I no. don't believe I have. Right? My guess is their poop is rabbity. Like they poop pellets. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go. Although, mm, I don't know. They are marsupials, yeah. so they probably have that coacula. Um, What's that mean? It means they have like a poontang that their dick comes out of and they shit out of it. So Enough doctor speak. What kind of shit comes out, do you think? Like snot? Maybe like wet logs. So actual turds. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they'd be actual turds. What is a bear shit like? I guess it would look like a dog. Like right. clumpy and cylindrical. That's what I thought. It's not. Oh, okay. It's more of a, a pile. 
Like a cow poopy. Yeah, a little bit more cow pie like. <laughs> right. It's a little sloppy looking. Right. Um, is peeing trees. There you go. So you could get peed on. Yeah, get a little bit of that drip. That'd be a, a bummer, right? Koala media. Not only did you get pissed on, <laughs> but you also got chlamydia from a koala. It's like a double whammy. Koala media. What could be worse? <laughs> I went to Australia and all I got was koala media. Yeah. I mean, you could just take a, a what do you call it? The pill? Uh, Is it curable? Chlamydia, yeah. No, koala. Co- I'm living chlamydia. proof. <laughs> koala. <laughs> yeah, aren't we all. Have you had it? No. Oh, you must. Yeah. No. Highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. I one time when I was younger, I I went and visited this girl that I went to Bing Boing school with and we we dated. And I visited her in college and we boned. And then eight months later, she sent me an IM being like, Hey, I just tested positive for chlamydia. You might want to go and get checked out. Eight months ago. Yeah, but like I didn't know how things worked back then. So I was like, oh shit. I've got fucking chlamydia. So I went and I I, I was like, I want the works. I was like, like, give me an AIDS test. Yeah. And then my mom found out that I went and got an AIDS test and she got mad at me. Why? She's like, what are you doing? Why do you need AIDS tests? And what'd you say? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I thought you're supposed to. I thought you're, that's like being responsible. Yeah, it yeah, is. That was just 90s shit. We were all so scared of that stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I've done a bit in my standup about that. Like when my wife and I first started hooking up, I tested positive for chlamydia, but it was un- asymptomatic. So it was like, for all I know, I'd had it for a year. Like basically, we'll never know which one of us gave the other one. Oh, wow. Chlamydia. The guy literally said, um, he gave me, this was the urgent care by our old work where they just accused you of having gotten anything from uh, promiscuous gay sex. Yeah. And so he for sure, he, uh, for, I, forget, I don't even remember. I was there for like flu symptoms and he gave me antibiotics. And he goes, by the way, you got um, your, your chlamydia test. Your chlamydia test came back positive, which the antibiotics have already cured. Yeah. So he called me to let me know that it was in the past tense. But he said, yeah, you should let former partners know. And I took that to, to mean that since I had it and it was asymptomatic, I could have had it yeah. for a while. I don't know how long that shit can just lay there dormant. Yeah, I think until you get antibiotics. Right. Yeah. So if you never knew, like. Yeah. Just giving everybody the clap. Yeah. yeah and how, how long before it starts taking a toll on you? Well, he said he's asymptomatic, is, so no. I don't think it was ever going to do anything. Because if, you, if you're not asymptomatic, eight months, you'd be fucking dead. You'd have no dick. Right. It kicks in pretty quick. Yeah, oh, fuck. Because I've been symptomatic. You know, real fast. Burns when it pees, and then if you don't go by that day, next day is bad. Things come out of your dick. Ew. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, it's got a smell to it, too. <laughs> oh. Yeah. If you thought bad things come out of your dick now. Yeah. Just way, oh. yeah, way worse. <laughs> yeah. And then if you let that go, when you pee, it is insanity. You so it's just like cripple. progressively worse every Fuck day. It. Yeah. I yeah. think it one I think if you let it go, you would just piss pus. Oh. It's like the very bottom of the cheese whiz canister. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I think I, I felt like I explained up. it, but good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you know what we're talking about. There yeah, that's go. an appetizer at Vince Neal's uh cheese trough. Do you think <laughs> that if you put Chlamydia pus in cheese, he would still eat it. Yeah, he wouldn't know. He'd be like, Ooh, if he he's knew. that rare, stinky kind. If he knew. Oh, if he knew? Yeah, and he just really needed cheese. <laughs> He'd have to be jonesing pretty hard. I think he joneses for cheese a lot. 
I think he has a sculptor of himself made of cheese every <laughs> night and he eats himself. I think he has a fondue to dunk his cheese in. Right. He should put himself in fondue. And Motley fucking, fondue. Yeah. <laughs> Fontly do. <laughs> what about if somebody stole him, like a real hardcore fan? Yeah. Stole him and, and put him in a fitness jail and then released him when he was tip-top shape, sober, and ready to go and be like, you're welcome. No prison can hold him. You think he'd still think manage Molly to Crow get has, cheese? Has tried that? Right. Yeah. That guy cannot be stopped. He will get <laughs> cheese no matter where you put him. Shout at the devil dick. <laughs> <laughs> you put him on an island and he just digs his way down to the nearest cheese store. He'll, he'll just figure out how to, how to eat. Dr. Feel Gouda. How long before, if you stop him, right, how long before he starts eating himself? <laughs> he might be like a bit of a vampire. Uh, hey, before we go, um, do you want to see a, a video from yeah. a listener? Yeah. We've got, we've got some characters who are going to be fighting in um, Ellis Mania. Yeah, we do. And they like to check in with us from time to time. So uh, I don't know if we've heard much from, from Hulk Bogan. Yeah, well, I follow him on Instagram, so I see some stuff. Yeah, so um, Hulk Bogan sent us a little something-something. Let me see if I can get this. All right, there we go. Down, Undertaker. I've heard your threats against my life, and I'll have you know that Hulk Bogan fears no man, dead or alive. Ooh. I've got a pack of wolves that knows Hulk Bogan is their alpha, and I use my hand as a chew toy for monsters. I take my hot sauce through the eyes. Some butt uppercut right to the eyeballs. And I've begun training self-defense with the legendary Sensei Brian. April 8th, <laughs> Ellis Mania. They're going to carry what's left of you out of the ring in a bucket, brother. Now for a demonstration of what's in store for you. He's got some guns. Yeah. He looks like a porn you, Jason. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oh, he just shit power wow. punched a did, dummy in the woods and guys, it exploded. Did he explode? Yeah, he's gone. Guys, we, we need to find a new Hulk Hogan. Guys, who is he fighting again? I don't think we should let that fight happen. He just killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that guy kicks ass. Yeah, wow, that's a punch. <laughs> Do that at Alice Mania and the show will be over. <laughs> Maybe they should be the main event because I didn't know one of them had exploding potential. But that's a hell of a punch. Yeah. It's going to be a good fight. Probably won't Dan last Dan Undertaker is probably trembling right now. That, I he's mean, died he's already before. dead. Yeah. I just realized that's so fine. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I really, I really look, I'm looking forward to seeing that fight now. Holy shit. That was good. They really do make him tougher down under. All right, everybody. Check out our Patreon shows if you want more. Every week we do two more every week at patreon.com slash Alicemate. Love each other. Take care of yourselves. Don't die. If you want more Jason Ellis show, sign up for their Patreon at patreon.com slash Ellismate for a two-hour show every Tuesday and Wednesday. To watch full episodes of the Jason Ellis show, subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash the Jason Ellis show. And don't forget to follow the crew on Instagram at Wolfmate, at Tollywood, at Kevin Craft at Underwearwolf, and at The Jason Ellis Show. 
When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22. 